You are now listening to the Motivational Mentors Podcast with your hosts, Luke Burrows. Touch on morning routines. I think people have to find something that works for them. And Arsenio Buck. Hey, Arsenio, let's go party. Hey, party. If someone asked me to party right now, Luke, come on. What the hell's a party? A party? A party for what? Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to Motivational Mentors. This is your host, one of the two hosts by the name of Arsenio Buck, bringing to you today another special podcast. Again, my man Luke on the other end. Thanks, Luke, for coming in. Of course, coming on for another round of this. And man, we got Selena. Selena from, of course, Colorado out there in America. Baby, Selena, great to see you back. (laughs) What is going on, Luke? How are you doing over there in England? All good, all good, man. Um, I'm just super pumped for today's episode. Um, yeah, really looking forward to what we're going to talk about today, which is everyone relationships. So, really looking forward to this episode. So we, so we got some ways, and there are so many different ways we could take this. We could talk about relationships with friends talk about relationships with family. Now, Luke, I've already spilled a little bit, but of course there's still so much to spill. And then of course we can talk about (laughs) the girl relationship. I mean, but but there are a lot of different ways to take this. So, Selena, I want you, because you are the the guest tonight, (laughs) I want you to take it. Now, which one are we gonna hit it off with? Well, I, you know, I, I feel like relationships are a very important topic and, it's very essential, no matter if you're in business, no matter if you're not in business, just being a human in general, you have to be able to maintain and pick healthy relationships and having like kind of like that discernment of the people that you hang around and the people that you start relationships with. You got to know exactly whether or not it's healthy for you, whether or not it's toxic, and just having that consciousness of who you're hanging out with and who you're starting to dig deeper with. Mm. And what do you think, Luke? Yeah, so um, I've kind of, I, I don't, I, I suppose you, you could call it like a little, um, like two things that I go off for all relationships, right? So all relationships, this is, okay? Um, and I'm trying to make sure that I do these two things and I, um, you know, I've actually spoke about it before on other videos and that. So I believe that in all relationships, one, we have to be understanding and two, we have to be able to communicate effectively. So with understanding, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean accepting. It just means understanding the other person's kind of like point of view, because we all have a different perception, um, you know, and actually see life differently, see events in life differently. So for me, I kind of, for all relationships, bring it back to these two points that you have to be understanding of the other person and you have to be able to communicate effectively with them. And that's the two things in all relationships that I try and like go by, if that makes sense, that I understand the other person um, and I communicate you know, in the best possible way that I can. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I mean, oh boy, relationships. Oh my God. There's so many different ways. Relationships are a very, very interesting to me. Um, I surround myself with winners, guys. Uh, those are, yeah. of course, um, that, that's all the basis of relationships. If I feel that 
there is one particular individual that's in my, uh, what is it, basically in my little friendship circle, and I feel that they're doing more taking than giving, I'm going to have to reevaluate that friendship. I'm going to have to say, you know what, do I feel right around this person? Are there things that make me angry about this person? And again, I just had something just, you know, come across my mind. It's something that just happened recently with someone out there in Australia, whereas I had to say, you know what, oh my God, I'm going to have to cut this person off. Because the thing is, if you, if you get angry, if you get irritated or frustrated by what someone's saying, it's like, okay, are you going to say that again? Because if you're going to say that again, I'm going to cut this conversation short. I'm going to give you like a nice two-week layoff. And then if you continue doing this, I'm going to expand that three times. It's going to be a month and a half. Next thing you know, a half a year, and then we're finished. We <laughs> so, have some crazy boundaries. I, yeah. man. I put them in a corner. I put them in the corner real quick. Go sit and time out. What did you just say to me? Yes. Finia's not messing around. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. How about, how about you? Okay, so one thing we could focus I, on, let's focus on, for, okay, go ahead, Selena, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, like, what you were saying before you surround yourself with winners, it's very, very important who we surround ourselves with and in relationships that, that even becomes more important because you now are very connected with that person and I read something recently that I found really really interesting and it's that our brains like when we have friends when we choose our friends when we hang around people our brains do this thing called neuron mirroring so like what happens is like when you hang out with somebody you begin your the neurons in your brain and begin to mirror the ones in like your friends or your partners. And that's why you start picking up their traits and their, their like speaking dialect. You start picking up their habits Mm -hmm. and it's actually a neurological effect in your brain. Like you can't stop it. It's completely unconscious, but that just goes to show, you know, if you are hanging out with somebody, you need to be a hundred percent sure that they line up with your core beliefs, your core values, your your everything, your outlook on life, because you'll eventually mirror that person. And if it's not somebody you want to mirror, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with them. So I bring like an extra sense of just self awareness into who I surround myself with because if I somehow pick up one of their traits or personalities I want it to be something good I don't want it to be something bad so I I thought that study was really interesting and it really goes into effect like we really need to choose the people we hang around very very wisely and not just like in romantic relationships but friendships too like I've seen a lot of toxic friendships and sometimes those can be even more damaging than toxic relationships Luke, what do you think? Have you, uh, of course, you know, there are so many, um, there are so many decisions that we have to make, especially with friendships in our life. And I'm going to talk to you guys about my brother, because again, I am unapologetic of everything. And I think so many people can relate to this too. But um, I mean, just in general, like, you know, with my brother, I just saw a recent video of my brother. He plays for the Las Vegas Golden Knights drumline. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, very, very awesome. And then I remember watching his, one of his videos. And then, of course, right after he was done playing, 
that that I, I hate to really coin this phrase because I hate saying it, but that thug, that the, the person that I've always known him to be came out. And I'm like, that's what you're going to put yourself out to the internet and to the world as? Is this who you are? Like you play for the Las Vegas Golden Knights and that's, it's just everything that I've seen from the beginning of the 2000s and the people he had always hung around with for such a long time, the, the, that is who he is today. All those friends I saw him with, all the things he used to say, all the, oh my God. And I'm just like, it's amazing. Cause if you guys actually saw my family, you'd be like, Arsidia, wait, this is your family? I'm like, yeah. But the thing is, I kind of broke away from them seven years ago. So now you understand why I am the person, you know, why I'm the person I am today and mm -hmm. why they are who they are today. So mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting taking a step back and seeing and seeing who I am through my own eyes and seeing who they are and saying, whoa, where did it all take a right and a left-hand turn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so actually, I wanna ask you, so where do you think it took that turn? You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I woke up one night, it was a May 2009, uh, what is it? I woke, woke up in the middle of the night and something just told me, something within me, that intuition said, Arsenio, leave. And I'm like, leave? So go on a vacation. And I don't know, it was like an angel, there was like an angel and something else on one shoulder. And I'm like, okay, where am I gonna go? Well, I don't wanna travel anywhere, anywhere here in America. He said, well, you need to leave outside. And I'm like, where am I gonna go? He said, well, remember Satomi? Now Satomi I had met probably two years prior to that online. And she came to visit me from Kyoto, Japan. And just a year prior to that, and so now she's out there studying at, well, at the time she was studying at Macquarie University in North Sydney. And so I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm going to go visit her in Australia. Without consulting my mother or anyone in my family, I booked that plane ticket. And that very next day at brunch, my brother was so angry. He's like, man, what the hell are you going to Australia for? Man, what the hell is wrong with you? What is this? What is that? And you know what? That was the game changer. Although there were some closer moments that we had probably over the next two years. But when I moved to Australia seven years ago, that was the last time I ever saw my mother. That was the last time I ever saw my brother. That was the last time I ever saw anyone. Because when I came back a year later, they were complete misery. They had given up on life. They were complaining. Everything had completely fallen apart around then and then I made a promise to myself in May of two, well June of uh, 2012 I said the next time I get out of here within a year within a year period I will never come back and I kept that promise dang that's that's powerful that that kind of reminds me of like when I when I moved out of my house my mom's house when I was 18 because the environment that I was in was extremely toxic and like you just you realize you're a different person like yeah. this isn't me. This environment isn't me, and I'm not yeah. thriving in this, and I'm actually like suffering. So just like, making that decision, and in like relationships, like some relationships you can kind of cut off. Some relationships you have to communicate with them and be like, okay, like I, this is how you're making me feel. I, I really don't appreciate this. I'm not this type of person. In some relationships, you just you just gotta let go. You just gotta be like, they're gonna be who they're gonna be and just leave. I've totally been in that situation. Yeah. Wow. I mean, again, again, Luke, I'm not sure. What, what do you, I mean, from your standpoint, I'm not sure if you ever had to like make, 
I don't know. Me and Selena, yeah. we have such yeah, a connection because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, yeah, that's interesting because if I'm totally transparent right now, um, not not in like a relationship in terms of uh, family, but in terms of relationship in terms in terms of just my environment, I'm kind of experiencing that. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my family absolutely fine you know but in terms of just where i live and the kind of the people you know, like neighbors and just people that i know because i've grown up here all my life um you know and you kind of if i could go out for a run or go out for a walk you kind of, kind of see people that i've grown up from, from school with and you know they're just doing their thing and it just kind of makes it really aware to me that actually i you know where i live right now is kind of you know i need to continue to do what i'm doing so i can um pretty much move kind of thing um i think um kind of touching on what selena was saying i have had to with friends half of them just walk away um and then then there's been a couple where i've had to communicate that um so yeah yes it's very interesting i think with my my overall environment right now it's kind of uh, like i'm aware of it right so it's not it's not like you know uh, yeah so so i'm definitely aware that i need to change my environment within the probably the next 12 months um and that's something that i am working towards but in terms of my actual social circle and relationship with friends and that you know i've definitely cut a lot a lot of them off um Mm -hmm. and yeah you know i think i said it said it when we did the self-awareness episode that i would much rather like spend time on my own so working on my business you know i don't know go for a run walk whatever it is then spend time with the people that i was spending time with that Mm -hmm. are negative believe in different things and just have a completely different outlook and well actually when i started my first business laughed at me you know so now yeah so now i know that um yeah and i would much so like right now i like guys i don't even have a social life really you know apart from right (laughs) i second that (laughs) sometimes a third uh third (laughs) i have like one good friend and then like everyone else is just kind of acquaintances but Mm. i've pretty much just like it, it's it was a choice though. Like I definitely I kind of wanted to isolate myself because I got work to do. But at the same time, you just gotta hang around people that are making you grow, not tearing you down. Definitely, definitely, and that's kind of like the place that I, that I'm in right now is that until I, um, so not so obviously I've got you guys and everything, but in terms of more of a local level, until I find people that are in alignment with my mission and kind of where I'm going, I'm just going to spend time alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to let them come to you too. Like Mm. I've learned like I, in the past, like I've always been kind of a people pleaser and I've kind of chased people in a way Mm -hmm. because I didn't know any better. I didn't know that like I I didn't see enough self-worth in myself that people could come to me. And now that I see that I'm, I'm just like, I'm just going to be myself and the right people who come into my path, you know, if they're, if they're the right person for me, they'll stick around. If not, they'll leave. And that has been very helpful in staying away from really toxic people. And also like just 
people come and go. Everyone has their season. I've definitely embraced that recently. Everything has their season. Some people are in your life for a certain period of time to teach you a certain lesson, and then they go. And you just kind of got to go with that flow of life and experiences. I, I look at every person that walks into my life as someone who can teach me something. And I'm like, what did I learn from this relationship, if anything? Definitely. So that's that's really helped me a lot in just being open Yeah. as well. Yeah, that's, yeah I mean, that's like one thing um, as well that I've done. Um, but also like when I was growing, growing up, so a lot of my friends had a lot of relationships, right? And they're like, Luke, like you've only had like, I don't know, one or two girlfriends. And I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for the, like, you know, people to come into my life, you know? Um, you know, so I've always been in that sense, just like, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to really chase anyone. Um, and you, you know, um, yeah. So. Have you guys ever ghosted somebody? Ro- like roasted? No, no, ghosted. <laughs> ghosted. No, I, I was know. like, roasted. No, like, like when somebody, when you just like completely like just stop talking to somebody, just like out of the blue. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ghost them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. 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 I mean, there was this one uh, um, like close relationship I had. And then, you know, so I, I was you know, using communication to, you know, try and say how I see it from, from, from my side. Um, and then, so yeah, it was like, I don't know, like quite late at night, um, but I must have like drifted off to sleep or something. And then I like work the next morning um, and then kind of from there, just like didn't speak to them. But, but if I like to say like stayed awake and we would have been in the conversation more, I think that we could have sorted things out. I think the, it's kind of that that thing that what Selena said before that um, people come in and out in and out of your life, you know. And I don't know. I think with that relationship as an example, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of I think that happened for a reason, if that makes sense. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely been other people that kind of uh, I've like like you know been around and then. Just, you know, just um, kind of don't talk to them, you know, it's kind of like... I'm on red. (laughs) (laughs) It's like purposeful relationships, guys. We can't prolong what something... We can't prolong something that has already finished. Lisa Nichols Mm -hmm. talked about this. Purposeful relationships. Someone, people come into our lives to fulfill whatever purpose they were put in our lives to fulfill. Once that purpose is achieved that relationship will forever take a turn. And a lot of us, we always ask that question, hey, why can't we just go back to what we were before? Because mm-hmm. at that given moment, our purpose was trying to be, you know, it was basically going to be fulfilled. Now, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say that, you know, the majority, majority of relationships are put into this. Of course, there are life-given, there are lifetime, there are a lot of different relationships, but they don't necessarily end right then and there but things change and then you start asking yourself wow what well, what happened i mean we were like this before how come we're not like this anymore so you know so, so how can so, so yeah so i don't want to touch on that if somebody right now um is experiencing that how do they 
kind of just let that roll if that makes sense because sometimes we can just try and latch onto it and I think I've definitely done that before um it's only through you know actually being in the space of personal development and kind of knowing actually this is my this is my purpose this is my mission and mm-hmm. through kind of just my own challenges that I've actually known actually right now I gotta let go but most people don't understand that and know when that is and they're just trying to latch on to you know that relationship or that friendship um because I, I suppose they're I don't know maybe fearful of I, I, I don't know you know what I don't know I just kind of want to touch upon that yeah well I've been through this so much over the like since my since that very young ex-girlfriend left me like nine years ago I understand you know when <laughs> you know I understand being empty I understand when people come into my life and then they end up just disappearing. I understand that. Okay, so let me put it this. Let me put it to you like this: those people out there who I'm going to try to relate it to. Last year, there were two women that came into my life. One's name was Y. Y was a piano teacher. She's one of my students. And the next, you know, we built such an unbelievable relationship. And then at the bleak of an eye, everything had changed immediately. I don't know why. But the thing is, I remember going to her and I said, you know what, why, in order for you to become a pianist and to go out there and study in America, we're going to have to cut this relationship off because there's just too many things that, you know, there are too many feelings that are being juggled in the air and we're messing with each other's feelings. She's like, I completely understand. So I went cold turkey on her for about four months. And then I, after, you know, after all that had happened about four to six months later, I'm like, hey. I actually had a dream about you this morning. I emailed her. I said, how's everything going? And you know what? I don't know how you can do this because honestly, this is the first time I've ever resuscitated a relationship such as this one. And so all of a sudden I emailed her and we picked up kind of where we let off before all of the feelings, you know, they became involved and her going out to America and whatnot. Honestly, that's like a one of a kind. I don't know what to do with that one. Now, the one after that, <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that, I know I confuse the hell out of people. The one after that was a little bit interesting. This girl, she, the energy was so high when I first met her, right? We were doing everything. She was like, oh my God, I feel your energy through the podcast. Oh my God, let's do this. Let's do that. And you know what? There was a nosedive. I don't know when, but her attitude and her persona and everything, demeanor, it changed. And I remember that we ended up going on a trip to she to a place just westward of uh, Bangkok, about three hours outside. And she just complained, complained, complained. And I still remember her last message she sent me. She's like, oh, you're just too independent. Oh, my God. Why didn't you ask me if I didn't want anything from 7-Eleven? Oh, my God. I can't change the way. I- oh, oh, no, Arsenia. No, that's one of those, like, super needy girls. You don't, you don't want that. Yes. <laughs> and I said, oh. And you know what? Saw her Instagram photo, right? And you know what? I had already made up in my mind, like, okay, we're finished. Saw her Instagram photo. She was at her balcony. She's like, oh, I'm going to unleash the tiger tonight. And she was going to this notorious ass but I said, we're done. Boom, locked her. <laughs> you know what? Because I already know what's going to happen, Luke. I already been through this. God, and listen, don't prolong the inevitable. You know it ain't going to work. It's kind of like that girl or that boy that's trying to latch on to a relationship that has been dying for over two, three, four years or four months. It's already mm-hmm. in its downfall. What? And you know what? For a guy that actually comes and begs and say, oh, please take me back. Please take me back. Give me another chance. She has already or he has already made up in his or her mind 
that you are finished. If you try prolonging something that's already dead, you're going to hurt yourself even more. Let the healing process begin. That's that's exactly what I'm going through right now. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just went through a breakup and uh, the guy really wants me to take him back. Just wants me to be friends with him, but he's been acting crazy. So I'm just... Oh man, <laughs> it's different when it's actually you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's just different when it's actually you mm. in this situation, and you're like, "Wow, I, I've been talking about this with other people, but now it's actually me yeah. <laughs> who's like in the hot seat." <laughs> and so, how do you do it, uh, Selena? Now, of course, Luke is probably going to ask this question. How are you coping with that now? One, of course, one party is saying, you know what, take me back. Can we be friends? No, my ex-girlfriend said nine years ago, I tried calling her back that very next morning after she dumped me a night before. And I was like, can't we just be just friends? She was like, no, stop calling me. At that given moment, I said, this girl is not even worthy of having a person like me in her life. I cut her off right mm -hmm. then and there. I said, let the healing process begin. So how, yeah. do you, how are you coping with that, Selena? Well, I'm trying to create as much distance as possible just because in this instance, it was a toxic relationship. So I, 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 I really didn't want to be associated anymore with him and it helps to create distance. Like, I feel like if, if like someone were to break up, you know, with someone else and you were to be friends, it's just kind of like stabbing the wound a little bit because someone someone's going to it's gonna it's gonna create complications down the road you're gonna want to have friends you want to you're gonna want to have to date somebody in the future and if you're still friends with your ex it's just gonna make things very very weird and very difficult and like you were saying before like everyone has their time and place in your life and their purpose and like once that purpose is served things can like not not go back to what they were and Sometimes you just got to move on. You just have to let go and move on. And then like in that, Stop. in that like mentality, like I'm thinking like, okay, I need to move on from this relationship because I am standing in the doorway of something that could be coming into my life. That's, that's even better. And that's kind of what I've been telling myself. Like if I fully let go of this relationship, it's going to open the door for me in so many different areas and different ways, just leaving in like creating space from this relationship letting it go and letting new things come into my life that you know my my life now has room for because i don't know if you guys have ever been in a toxic relationship but when you get out of one of those it's a little hard to kind of bounce back into I don't know, like the, like when you're, when you've been in a relationship, I was in this relationship for like two and a half years. So kind of lost, kind of lose your edge a little bit, but you kind of got to like spend some time alone and rediscover yourself. That's what I'm doing. Honestly, I don't want anything to do with any more men. I'm so done <laughs> for a while. Here we go. I am so, I'm so done and I'm just going to focus on building my empire. You know, I, I feel like, like getting independent and like having my own success is really important to me. I don't want every, anyone ever to 
be able to say like, oh, if you don't stay with me, you're not going to have anything. You're not going to be successful, which was what was happening. And I, that kind of like lit me on fire. I'm like, I'm not talking to any guy. I, I'm done with men. I'm going to create my own empire. I'm going to stand on my own two feet. And, you know, if someone else comes into my life, I, I'm going to have myself established and they need to be to my level because I'm so done with these boys, man. Boys. Mm-hmm. Not these men, boys. Out of here. <laughs> girls out of here, man. I ain't got time for girls. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, it's also knowing, like, what you want. Like, throughout the relationship, my entire perception of, like, a partner changed. And I, I realized, like, I was in a relationship, but it, it's not what I wanted. Like, I had changed. I had grown as a person. And when that other person doesn't grow with you or they stay the same, they stay stagnant, it's really, really hard to just just be on those two opposite levels in a in a romantic relationship because you're always going to be butting heads. I always wanted to work. I always wanted to do my podcast. I always wanted to hustle and grind. And he's like, well, just come watch TV with me. Just come sit here and do nothing with me. And I'm like, no. I got no time to sit there and do nothing. <laughs> right? I was just like, what? I, I got to hustle, man. I'm trying to I make it. Yeah. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago on, on the podcast. I was saying, did you remember? It was about yes. time. It was yes. about time. I can't. I can't remember. Yes. Oh, it, I'll, yeah. I'll, I, do you want me to give it to you? Want me to give it to you again? <laughs> um, want me well, to give it to you again? Well, I think it was on a completely different thing. I think it was about like a party or something. Was it when we were talking about like um, social circle and kind of like they going off to parties? I think. <laughs> you there? Arsenio's like, what? <laughs> is he there? Is he gone? Arsenio, did we lose you? That I can establish connections with at we this point. We lost you. We lost you for a second. Okay, am I here? Am I here? Can yeah, you hear me? Yeah. 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 That was so weird. Yeah, they cut me off. How are they going to do that? Hey, Luke, it says the time remaining is only four minutes. Oh, hold on. One second. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, I hurry up. I just saw that, too. I don't know what just happened. Okay, uh, well, um, if they cut us off, then we just come back on and just go again. And I'll, just, <laughs> I, I, I'll just play around with my editing. Part two. Yeah, okay. I'll, just, I'll just play around and stick it all together somehow. But yeah, okay. I, I think it was something to do with a party and, you, and you're like, party, I ain't got time to party or something. I ain't got no time to party. Oh, yeah. Why would I go out at 9.30 at night and waste six hours of my sleep listening to blaring ass music looking at horn dog ass men trying to get under the dresses <laughs> of these women at clubs. They end up beating each other up because four guys are going after one woman. I wake up in the morning with a headache with only three hours of sleep and I can't do nothing the rest of the day. It's a waste of my goddamn time. Dude, okay, guys, that reminds me so much. I, I became friends <sighs> with this one guy and I was just like trying to keep it casual. Just trying to keep it casual. and. I, I went out to his birthday party. We were just at this bar for like four hours, just sitting at a table, just watching all these people DJ and then like walking outside and just like intermingling with people. And I'm just like, why am I here? You oh know, just like that whole scene is the whole party scene. I just don't understand it anymore. Definitely. <laughs> I, definitely. And I'm so, I suppose, glad right, that it's not just me. Like literally whenever I go out, right, 
uh, which isn't very often because a lot, like I said, I have a social site, like social social life anymore. But you know, there's like I don't know, once every three months or something, I was like, oh, I, okay, I better add, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I'm just there, and I'm like, why am I here? I'm wasting my time, kind of thing, you know. That's what it feels like. You're just like itching to get away. Absolutely, absolutely. Every time that happens, and I'm like, right never again <laughs> never again because you just i mean mm -hmm. i just feel like i'm wasting my time i could be doing so much more with my time so much more i could be sleeping for those five hours five hours instead of being out of place where my eardrums are hurting where you got these thirsty ass men okay you got these women sitting there with the legs crossed thinking they're the most amazing thing on the planet i ain't got no time for any of this what are they doing in their life how are they going to help me and what's my purpose there what is my purpose mm-hmm why yeah. am I there? Am I there to like meet people who are going to take me to the next level? <laughs> a next level in terms of another level. But right? I ain't got time for that either. I know. We talk about heaven. You know, I, oh no, no, my no. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like so weird because I used to be like into parties and stuff. Well, my, I was hanging out with people who were into parties. And so therefore I was into parties. But <laughs> it was it, now realizing looking back, I, I was never that person. And now when I'm in that environment, I'm just like, I could be at home. I could be researching. I could be doing work. I could be snuggled up with my dogs doing whatever I want to. I'm like much more happier just be doing my own thing. It's very weird. Like now I don't rely on people for entertainment. I don't rely on people for happiness. I don't rely on people for motivation or like fulfillment. It, it all comes from within. And if I choose to let you into my inner circle, you know, I see something really valuable in you that I, I enjoy but I, I'm not I don't go out to parties just because I'm bored you know I, I can find ways to entertain myself I've realized that I'd much rather hang out with people who would who wants to do something with a purpose behind it not who wants to waste time if you know what I mean just like going to a party not doing anything that happens kind so of often. wasting your time that happens so often I, I remember um when I used to go out a bit more than obviously I do now. And uh, they're like, oh, Luke, come on, come on, come on. I was like, to do what? And they were like, I don't know. We're going to sit in, um, so is it, yeah, we're going to sit in Tesco car park. So Tesco is like Walmart right over there. I'm like, it's over well, here too. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You want me to drive 40 minutes to your house, pick you up, drive 20 minutes to a Tesco, sit in the car park, go on our phones. <laughs> For, for, for like two hours, drive 20 minutes back, drop you off, come 40 minutes home. By the time I get home, it's like midnight. <laughs> Are you off your mind? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And guys, right, the crazy thing is, I did that. I, you know, like, it, it was like a, it was like a <laughs> oh, thing. It was like a thing. And then I didn't, then I like, thinking about, thinking on it now, Luke, I must have been so crazy. You know, like every time they asked me, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I don't have it. Like I was kind of in, in, in a place where I suppose they're my friends. I suppose they want to spend time with me kind of oh thing. Oh my but gosh. I, like now, now look back on it. It was like, oh my God, what was I doing? But there, there are people out there who don't value your friendship. They just value mm. your, your company. They just okay. want yeah. somebody there. They don't oh actually want to talk to you or connect or work. They just, they're bored. They just want someone to hang out with like, Hey man, you free? I'm bored. Somewhere else. Yeah, go bore somewhere else. It's like that person that calls you and says, hey, man, 
What are you doing? Man, I'm doing a lot of things. What do you want? Get off the phone. Stop calling me. I am in this situation right now. Like this, this person will not stop messaging me. And they're always like, so, and if I don't reply right away, I get like three question marks. Like what you doing? I'm so bored. And I'm, I'm just about to ghost them. Just, I think, I think boredom. I actually think, right. I've been kind of thinking about this for a while. I think boredom is just well, one kind of an excuse, but two, I think it's just a mindset almost. Like, I'm bored. Yeah. We gotta do something. <laughs> you know? There is so much to do. Like, who says I'm bored? You know what? It's crazy. I was actually thinking about right? it with some of my students today. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I would actually just say, oh my God, I'm bored. I don't know what to do with my life. Like, from 2007 when I was in college all the way up until probably 2014. I had no idea what I was doing. Like, oh my God, I should go out with friends. I should go make friends. No, I should work on myself. I never understood mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah you're right, Luke. It is kind of a mindset. Cause then, then like when you go from that, sh- when you have that shift, all of a sudden, I feel like for me personally, I went from I'm bored to like, man, I don't have enough time. I got a lot yeah. of stuff to yeah. do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't been bored in like the last, I don't know, uh, Four really like four years like literally you know what i'm saying like, yeah what what is being bored you know what i like i, I got so much shit to do i don't have enough right. time to be bored right hey that's a luxury to be bored like, <laughs> my, my to-do list is like never ending man and if i if i don't like now that i schedule out my day very very frequently like I, I use up every hour of the day to like every my, second, <laughs> every second, every hour. Like it, it is a mindset. It is because that that if that person says they're bored, they obvious they're not they're not making the most of their time. If you think something's supposed to fall out of the sky and entertain you, I, I'm sorry, man. I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not going to be me. I'm not going to come over and entertain uh, you because you're bored. I'm man. worth more than that. Uh, crazy. So, crazy. Mind so God, yeah. So God, people, you guys really need to understand the people who are going to listen to this in the next, next day, next few years, next few, well, whatever it may be. Honestly, if you got these types of folks around you, we've mentioned so many different types. You really need to become aware of this because I mean, there are so many people, if I don't miss, message them back, just like what you said, Selena, if I don't message them back instantly, they're like, oh, you don't want to talk to me. Yeah, you know what? No, I don't want to talk to you. Block it. Get yeah. out of here. I ain't got time for that. Get away from me, man. Oh my yeah, God. I'm about to do that, man. This, this person <laughs> is just like... It sounds horrible, but yeah. It's just like small talk and like, yeah. I, and those are the people who who need other people to be around to feel feel fulfilled or entertained or accepted and i don't know i'm just not on that on that wavelength anymore i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that like you can go find other people who feel that way but it's not me it's not me <laughs> definitely definitely okay so um i know arsenio wants to talk about uh, like environment in that um i just quickly want to squeeze in I want to throw in there so like expectations right so i think a lot to do with relationships is kind of our own expectations of the other person if that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying so like so like now i don't expect anything i don't yeah i listen to what gary v said i don't expect a damn thing from anyone you know and yeah. when and so when i started to lower my expectations 
then for me, things started to change because now I'm not expecting, you know, um, this person or that, that person or this friend or that friend to like do anything or be there or whatever it is. Like Selena says, you know, it's kind of um, when you're talking about like, uh, like with, with growth in that, you taking control of kind of your own life um, and just going after what you want and your mission. Um, so I think people are, actually have to lower their expectations of other people and focus on, you know, their mission, you know, um, and their goals and actually set goals, you know, would be the starting point, I suppose. But yeah, I was like, throw that in there, you know, just lower your expectations because I think it's the expectations of other people that sometimes, that sometimes can hold us back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, when they, and then you just like hold people on this ridiculously high pedestal or you, or a low pedestal and it just kind of ruins the flow of the relationship. And some people are like really extreme and like, they'll do something for you and they instantly expect, they have those expectations. They expect something back. They're like, well, when do I get mine? You Mm -hmm. know? And then it becomes unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because they're not actually giving it from the heart. They're only giving it just to get something back. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And actually, one other question, quick question I want to ask you guys. So everything that we've been talking about today, right? <laughs> do you guys believe in soulmates? Oh, man. Well, the thing is, Luke, I'm 30 years old. Um, I, I mean, that uh, age is just a number, obviously. But... I'm so complete right now. Like, how is it going to be possible for someone of my magnitude to come into my life to make me happier than what I am already? I just, it's so difficult. Like, honestly, oh boy, 30 years old, do I see myself finding anyone or soulmates? Come on, come on, come on. I, I I think there are people out there who, you know, like, I, I, I don't believe in finding your other half. I feel like you should be whole on your own and find someone else who is whole. But if you find someone else who is whole, who's able to help you, who's able to help you grow and push you to that next level, and you're also like, you happen to be romantically attracted to them and so on and so forth. I think that there is someone out there like that, for me at least. Arsenio, you think you're old because you're 30, but come on. You're, no, you I'm not old. I'm not old. I'm, I mean, I'm not old, but the You'll thing find is, someone. I, I think Australia, you will. Australia, America, Thailand. I mean, I'm not, I'm, of course, I'm not losing faith whatsoever, but the thing is. a little is, feisty. You got to find another feisty girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm scared right now. Do you understand, Selena? Both you. I and Luke, we're literally, I don't know how many months away from things really getting really interesting when our finances kind of go, whoa, okay, oh boy, I can't tell anyone about this or they're going to come after me because of maybe just, you know, my money. You know what sure. I mean? Like, you mean you're going to be become wealthy and successful? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and then what's going to happen? Because and then, then you got to watch out. You gotta watch yeah! the gold diggers, man. The gold diggers. Because look, man, I'm out here in Thailand, right? So when I start doing these YouTube videos and the podcast, the next thing you know, someone says, Oh my God, are you the guy on YouTube? Oh my God, you're so handsome. I'm gonna say you're full of shit. Because I've been living here for five years and I've got nothing but a lot of okay, don't get me wrong. There are some women that say, Hey, you do look real good though. 
okay, that's all good, but that, that's the very, very bare minimum. That doesn't happen often. So I'm going to be like, you a damn yuck, lie. I know you people out here, you hate black folks. You ain't, you ain't down with the caramel. You ain't down with the frap. You know what's oh going to happen? God. You know what's going to happen, right? What's going to happen, happen is you, you're, you're going to wake up one morning, right? Right. You're, you're going to go on Facebook, right? And your Facebook messenger is going to have, like, I don't even know, like hundreds of messages, right? You're going to go on WhatsApp and somehow they would have got your number, right? Oh and you would, and you, you would have all these WhatsApp messages as well. And then you're going to go yeah. on Twitter, right? And you can have all these DMs. And Instagram, it's gonna happen. No, guys, no, I, I gotta, I'm I gotta scared. tell you, it's happening for me a little bit, a little bit. But it's just like What's creepy happening? guys, like sliding into my DM, and they're like, "What's like?" Okay, I gotta tell you this one story really quick of this really creepy Indian guy. I don't know why it's always. <laughs> but I was, I was like, I had just like released a video about my podcast, and he starts messaging me we're not even friends on facebook but he starts messaging me he's like what up beautiful you so pretty and then like i didn't respond to his message and he's like i saw you read why you no respond why you ignore me you're so beautiful and then i think at like 11:30 at night he tried video calling me and i was just what? like why do you think i'm going to answer this and that's happened multiple times before i've had one guy come into my dms and he was just like telling me he's like hey just starts asking me questions right off the bat he's like what's up uh where do you live i'm like i'm in colorado don't tell him what city i'm in i'm just like i'm in colorado and he's like cool uh you single you have kids do you live alone and then i was like whoa um and like at the time i would yeah right at the time i was with uh my ex-fiance and i was like um i have a fiance and he's like that's not what i asked you do you Whoa! live alone? And then I just blocked him. I was like, okay, man. First of all, when you say that, I become very offended when you say that's not what I asked you. It's kind of like a lady. I'm sorry, real quick. We're going to get back to that. No, you're right. That I was supposed to interview an Australian author, right? And she was like, why are you in Thailand? I gave her a full story. She's like, that's not what I asked you. I said, B word, don't you dare. Don't you dare sass me. Don't you sass me. That, that black come out of me like that 1950s black. Don't you dare sass me. You know what the oh, hell? You what the hell, man? Hey, so yeah. Oh god. I don't know where these men are getting their pickup lines and like their flirting tactics, but they need to do something else. It's not working. <laughs> I've had so many creepy guys in my DMs, and then like I, I definitely know. Just I hit the block button way more than I ever have. Okay. I don't put up with anything. I'm like, nope, you're not valuable to, or you're not going to be like a valuable friendship to me or relationship to me block i just i can see it now why is it the women that always say luke do you get any crazy dms say oh what's up sugar boo oh um, you young you look no, real good no, no, no. you look shroud i love shroud <laughs> yeah, yeah. i love your accents yeah <laughs> do you get that you yeah get that, yeah, so if anyone, so if anyone ever said to me, "I love Stroud," right? I'd say you probably don't even don't even know where Stroud is. Is that small? You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like people wouldn't know where Stroud is. Anyway, nice um, try. Yeah, nice try. Anyway, um, well, interesting. So I've had people that I know, like old friends and that that I've cut off, come back and say, "Or oh, love your videos," and it's kind of like, "Well, you're the fucking one who laughed at me when I started up my first Ooh. business." Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? And I'm like, what, uh, 
so, so, so when it first happened, I was like, what the fuck do I do here? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I spent most of my, like my kind of growing up years, friends. I started my first business at 18, laughed, right? Laughed at me and then kind of just broke off. And now you're watching my videos. You're probably reading my blog posts and doing everything else. Well, that's what they, well, that's what they, that's what they say. Okay. I don't actually know. Mm. Right. And then you DM me, you message me saying now love your stuff. What's that all about? No, because they're trying to get some money. They're trying to like the they they trying to get back. It's just like what Gary Vee said on a on a video a while back. This guy he tried doing this wine library thing. Gary Vee showed up. The guy was like, "Get the fuck out of here! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you!" Just f bombs flying everywhere. Gary Vee, like two years later, that guy knew what Gary Vee was. He came back, just tried to forget everything, like. Hey, would you like to come on my podcast? And Gary Vee was like, yes. Uh, I would have been like, uh, no. Uh, oh, you know what, guys? I don't know what to do with that. You know, yeah. I don't know what to do with those types of situations. I but think I it's. Say, oh, I remember you. You're the guy that did that. You're a pe- I don't know what to do with that. I'm, I, I got to look- tell you guys something. It's so funny because this, this reminds me of like, well, my past, I was bullied a lot and, um, a lot of people were mean to me. A lot of people made fun of me. A lot of people thought that I wasn't going to become anything. I go back and I like, I've been doing this kind of recently. Just go back and uh, find those people on Facebook and just like friend request them just out of spite to show them like how much I've grown (laughs) and just show, and I don't know. It's kind of satisfying to me to like prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. I think I think like would be Gary the example. I think like a business t- thing. So if like I tried to go on somebody's podcast right now and they said no, and then like five years, you know, when it, you know, kind of I don't know things, for you know, I built my brand a bit more and people actually know who I, who I am a bit more and everything. And now then they come to me. I think that's a little bit different in terms of like in Selena's case um, and kind of what I was saying because it's somebody that you. It's especially in my case you thought you were quite close with you know like you i spent most of my teenage years growing up with them and then to turn around and laugh when i started my first business you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying and and then you know we don't speak and then you know like two years later kind of say i like all your stuff now it's like well you didn't support me when i first got started when i probably needed the support more yeah and then that's how you know who your real friends are so. Well, yeah, that too. And then that's when you know when to hit the block button too. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, from a serious standpoint, yeah, I under, it's, this is what, Luke, I have said this so many times. I've told my family uh, many of times, I've told all Thai women uh, many of times, I said, guys, the door is damn near shut. Once I make the leap to the next side and things get real interesting on my side, you guys can no longer come back. And the ones that, oh, I don't like black men, black men, scammer, black men, Nigeria, I don't give a damn. You can say black, black. Don't come. You can't try to smile at me anymore. No. Mm-hmm. I want you to continue being that same, those same types of people to me that you've always been because that's why I'm here today mm-hmm. enjoying this. I need to stay humble as much as I possibly can. So I, I don't know. That's going to be okay. very interesting because, man, when I get to that next level, Selena, when you get to that next level, Luke, when things start happening, there are going to be people saying, hey, what's up, Luke? 
I know where Stroud is. I know where Stroud is. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'm just saying this, guys. I'm just saying this. I'm going to be a single dog mom for a very long time. I'm telling you because, guys, hey, once I start making that wage, it's over. Doors are closed. Mm. You know, you can't say, oh, my God, you're so handsome. I'm going to say, oh, my God, you're full of shit. Okay? What do you like about my content? What do you like about black people? Tell me about Martin Luther King. Talk, talk, talk to me about the great debaters of Wiley College. Once you can answer that question, then we can talk. But no, yeah, make sure I, they have substance. <laughs> for Asian women only. I'm sorry. I'm not talking about all women in general. Latinas, I love y'all. Okay, <laughs> folks out there in Europe, y'all cool. I'm talking about Asian women because I know I've seen all the stories. I've been there. I've done that. I've seen the mistreatment. Come holla at me when you know a little bit about MLK, and I want you to recite the I Have a Dream speech out loud and record it. I'll post it. Arsenio has very high standards, and if he you does. can't meet them, you're, out of luck. you're out of luck. Ladies, you can't meet them. I'm sorry. Ladies, you know, if you're listening, you can't meet Arsenio's standards. I'm sorry. Anyway, moving on. He, he wants to talk about environment. <laughs> you're moving on because you can't meet his standards. <laughs> okay oh Oh my god okay on a serious note luke touched up on environment luke lives in that environment i'm gonna give you a little bit about my environment i heard gunshots from 1999 all the way up to 2011 living in that neighborhood that my mom still lives in the bloods and crips ran rampant in 2001 my best friend's cousin got shot in the head We've been robbed two times. I got robbed in broad daylight. Guy had a gun. I've seen a dead baby. I try moving the hand of a dead baby, and the body had already gone into rigor mortis, dead. 2000, I was 12 years old. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what death was. I've seen all these things. And you know what? I had to make a conscious effort, that conscious decision, to say, I'm not going to go through this anymore. Mom, if you want to stay here, you're going to stay here. That's based on what you want to do. I got to get the hell out of here. And when I get out of here the second time, I can never come back here. Now, if you guys want to come see me and on this side of town or maybe over here or probably come all the way to my side of the world, then we could do, we could, we could sit down. We could have a chat for about five, six hours to talk about what all went, went right and what all went wrong and what could happen now and see whatever kind of salvation we could you know, achieve at that given moment. But for those people, my family, your friends, or whoever, if they continue being in that environment and holding themselves to that victimhood and becoming a victim day after day and putting that victim cape on and saying, you know what, it's the police, it's the justice system, it's this, it's that, whatever it may be, you got to cut your ties with those people. Because if you don't, you're going to become a statistic too. Oh, yeah. I I definitely agree. And it's like also what standards you hold yourself to. Like, you got to be like, I'm better than this. You know, I don't deserve to live my one and only life in this victim mentality, in this neighborhood, in this environment. That's what happened to me. Like, I, I was like, I can be way better. And when I found out that like, you're a product of your environment, I, I realized, okay, if I change my environment, I can change my life. I can change the outcome. I'm better than this environment. That's actually why I moved out of my mom's house at 18 because I realized I didn't want to be subjected to that anymore. And it's just kind of a decision you have to make. Like, do you want to stay here 
or do you want to leave and experience something else? I think a lot of people may find that challenging because they may think it's so, like they don't want to be seen as selfish, even though it's not being selfish, but they think it is, if that makes sense. Like it's looking after yourself, which is completely different to being selfish. Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? When you hit like that, when you hit that wall, when you hit that rock bottom, where it's like, if I stay here, I'm probably going to go crazy. I don't know. I, I, I had like a little, uh, a little instance like that where I was, I was like, maybe I'm being selfish. And I totally didn't tell my mom I was moving out. I literally waited for her to go to sleep and I packed my bags and I just left. And <laughs> I, I, I just had that mentality. Like if I stay here, like what, what is the rest of my life going to be like? That's when you're just like at a wall, you know, you got to make a decision at that point. And it's like, sometimes it's really hard to get out of an environment that you're so comfortable in as well and being willing to get uncomfortable and kind of go out into the world. Cause so many people, you know, they want to leave, but they're comfortable. They have their TV there. They have their friends there that aren't necessarily good friends, but you know, they, it's everything they know. They know all the streets. They, they don't want to go to a new place. It's scary. And I totally understand that, but sometimes you just got to like expand out of your comfort zone and be willing to try new things. It might be better for you. You never know. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so guys, is there anything else you want to touch upon before we call this a wrap? It's been great fun so far. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, Selena, what do you think? I, I I think we we covered a lot of good topics today. You know, yeah. we even went a little above and beyond talking about Arsenio's <laughs> high standing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that was that was great. And then we went straight into a serious moment. I think that I think that moment where I saw that baby, you know, next door to me that that summer, you know, that summer morning. I think that was a that was a that was a part of me that have probably been lying very quiet within my subconscious mind that I just brought out over the last week. And I just brought mm -hmm. out again. And it's really, I, I just seeing that image in my head, I don't know, cause I was so young at that moment. So we really can't register, you know, those types of things, but I can't believe I actually saw that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and now, where I am today and the way, you know, that I'm giving back to so many young ones and so and just showing so many, so much love to the younger millennials and stuff like that. It's maybe because I saw death at such a young age to whereas I'm like, you know what? I know how it feels, you know, hearing that lady scream saying her her baby's dead just next door um mm. but i think that that was something that i needed to say out loud and get out of my system and that's probably one of the last couple of memories whereas i could just say okay here you go world this is everything this is arsenio this is the life and this is all i am now you guys could go back and look at these moments and look at that and look at this but you know what that's all you got now. That is all me. And uh, people like Perry Power, who we're going to be bringing on the show next week, Luke, mm -hmm. uh, he talked about a very, you know, dark moment in his life that he'll be speaking about in a week. And so it's really important to get these real dark moments out of your system. And if you don't want to broadcast it to the world, 
okay, well, that's cool, but you need to tell somebody about it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, guys, it has been a blast as always. Selena, you will definitely be coming back on if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to be talking about okay. uh, pricing. There we go. Yeah, we're going to get uh, Selena back on. We already got the topic. As a matter of fact, I think I already said it, or maybe I haven't said it out loud yet. We'll talk about that later, but Selena's coming back on about a month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so make sure that's in your schedule, okay? Because that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm excited. I always love coming on here and talking to you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, well, as always, it's a pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you very much. And uh, for our listeners, thank you for listening. If you have any questions, then um, I'll put a link in the description that you can submit your questions. We haven't had many questions recently, so definitely get your questions in. As um, you know, me and I'll send you actually love answering your questions and uh, you know, <laughs> discussing them. Um, yeah, and it's definitely been a blast so far. Uh, on this motivational mental journey that we are on. So um, may long it continue. Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. New episodes of the Motivational Mentors podcast are available every Tuesday and Friday.